0: I'm going to share a message about gift giving. And I have to ask you, what is your most valued gift? What do you hope to get this year? Hopefully you already got something good. Right? We already know what the best gift is. But I just thought I'd help you kind of reason through gift giving. And uh, gifts.com surveyed 2,000 people between the ages of 18 and 65. And they asked what gifts people would value the most. So I'm helping you along to value the gifts that you have. Why why most people typically dislike gifts. I'm going to give you five reasons most people typically don't like the gifts they get. Number one, the gift is more suited for the giver. Have you ever gotten a gift that you know the person giving it wanted and they gave it to you? Hopefully that they could borrow it or use it when they need it? I mean, that's pretty selfish. Gifts suited towards the giver. I, you know, a lot of times, oh, I'll just leave that alone. Anyways, <laughs> we, we're looking for something for somebody, we don't know what to give them. But how many of you know that God did not give based on what he needed? In fact, Jesus said this, it is better to give than to receive. We gotta have our head into the giving part and not look for something back or in return. Jesus was given to us, the Father of lights. All good and perfect gifts were given to us. How much more shall the Father give us, as well as Jesus, all things? And he's not looking for a return back. What he's looking for is us to love and appreciate the grace by which God's given. God didn't give you a gift so that he got something out of it. He gave us what we needed. It cost him everything, didn't it? Here's the second thing. They, uh, you have no use for it. Those are gifts that you look at re-gifting. You, uh, you hope that there might be a gift-giving party like Christmas night, and the person who gave it to you wouldn't be there, and you can pass it on. Gifts that you have no use for. Does anybody have gifts that you don't have any use for? I mean, you know, you don't, of course, no one here is going to say, so... Can you imagine that if God would offer Jesus and we'd say, ah, yeah, it's not what I was needing. I'm just not looking for that. How many of you know that you need Jesus? God gave us exactly what we needed. He gave us the remedy for our situation. He gave the solution to our problem. God hit the nail on the mark by giving his love to us on the cross so that we could be delivered from sin and death. That is a much-needed gift from God. Would you agree with me? All right. How about this one? It's the wrong size. Right? You don't know the, the size. Well, if you don't know the size, you shouldn't be venturing into that realm. You <laughs> could get you in a lot of trouble. It's a little small. Does this make me look fat? Anyway the wrong size. So what do you do with it? And if they didn't give you a return receipt, you know, you're stuck with it. it sits in the closet till you can re-gift it. But anyways, the thing about God's gift of Jesus to us is that one size fits all. One sacrifice for all, for all time. It is waiting for anyone to receive this gift that keeps on giving it never diminishes it is always there and it is tailored and fits for each one of us you can put on Jesus I can put on Jesus and he looks good on us amen and so he fits all people all sizes all ages all cultures all types of people Christ fits us all last of all you already have something like that right right Now this wasn't Christmas, but I remember back in the day, this was 40 years ago, my wife and I got married, and we got about five cheese platters. I don't think they give those away anymore, but we had them. So if any of you got a cheese platter for your wedding (laughs) from us, (laughs) just saying, (laughs) we gave you our best. But there's nothing like Jesus. He is the unique gift. There are fake Jesuses and false religions. But there is only one true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is not a designer knockoff. Now some people look like they got Jesus. Some people say they got Jesus. But when you check, the logo is not real right? A lot of knockoffs on Christianity. Knock it off. What we need is a real Christian, a real Jesus. It will immediately be seen as different than every knockoff, and people will understand that. Last of all, the typical gift people dislike is it requires assembly, right? Don't give a guy something that requires assembly, He will not put it together right. Because he refuses to read the instructions. Will not look at it. Even Ikea doesn't even have words. And guys still don't look at the pictures. Anyway, something you have to assemble. Something you have to put together. This isn't right. You can't take it back because by the time you've stripped everything. But the thing about Jesus is... There is no work necessary to receive Him. No requiring of assembly. Christ did it all for us. Jesus did it all. It is called the finished work of the cross. Why is it called the finished work? Because it is complete. You can't add to what Jesus did. See, some Christians think that, well, I've received Jesus as my Savior, now I have to do certain things to get better liked by God. You are loved perfectly because of what Christ did for you. And though there is no work that you can add to your salvation, the reason we do good works is because He saved us and we delight in letting that finished work operate out of us. It's already been assembled and installed. Aren't you glad? The hardware, the software, I should say, has been downloaded. You got the download of the Holy Spirit, and so the operating system is complete. All you have to do is work, walk, right? So you should not be disappointed with Jesus because his gift is suited to you for your use It's never the wrong size. There's nothing like him, and it requires no assembly. Amen? Well, what attributing gifts do people like most? And let's find out. Extravagant and costly. Well, yeah. (laughs) Right? How many of you like extravagant, costly gifts? Anybody here? Okay, we've got... Three, four. How come only the women lifted it? Wait, I see a brother back there. Okay. I like extravagant costly gifts. I'm just putting it out there. I... <laughs> Who doesn't? That shows you that somebody invested in you. I can't think of a more costly or extravagant gift than Jesus Christ. The abundant provision of His grace, Scripture says, is lavished on us. His love lavished on us. You look at the words, especially in the book of Ephesians, and you see this extravagant, costly gift given to us. God has given us His own Son. Jesus gave all that he was, all that he had, all that he is on the cross, giving his life to us and giving us his inheritance from the Father. Come on, it would have been enough if he died for us, but he gives us also life. It would have been enough that he gives us this life without all the blessings and promises. It would have been enough that he gives us that, but he also gives us the full inheritance of all that is his now to us as well. That's extravagant. That's costly. That's a gift I really like. That's the second one. Oh, surprise. (gasps) Don't you love surprises? When I was nine years old... All I wanted was a real drum set. I I was learning how to play drums. I was taking drum lessons, and I had a toy drum kit. You can see how big I am. (laughs) Maybe I wasn't this big at nine. I was about that big. And I'm sitting behind a little toy drum set. All I wanted was a real professional drum set, and that Christmas, I thought for sure I was going to get a real drum set. And I came running out... No drum set. So, my brother and sister looking at the gifts, ah, oh, woo, whoa. I'm going, eh, eh. Thanks. It's all done. And I walked away from the tree. And I'll never forget, my dad said, uh, You might want to check what's in the back hall there. And I looked. Surprise! There it was. An orange sparkle drum set. (laughs) Ludwig. Woo, dogs. Uh, What a surprise. So surprised. You know, Jesus, no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for those who love him. But we know by the Spirit, and the Spirit is constantly revealing the surprise of serving Jesus, following Christ, finding all that is ours in Him, hearing His voice speak to us, hearing Him heal us and deliver us and set the course of our lives. There's no greater surprise and adventure in life than following Jesus. Keep unwrapping the presents. Keep looking for the gifts of God. Paul said, earnestly covet. That means earnestly desire greater gifts. Look for all the surprises that God has for you. Thirdly, the best gifts that people like have meaning to them. (gasps) Oh, sorry, honey. But my wife is famous for crying at opening gifts from our children. Because my kids think of what she wants, who she is, what she likes. And when she opens it, it's like, ah, that's what I wanted. (laughs) That's what they were going for too. (laughs) Meaningful. It means something to you. I can't think of anything more meaningful than Jesus as a gift. The Father of all creation sought you out. He's been looking for you, calling to you to give you the most meaningful gift he could give, his heart, his love. Paul says, nothing can separate me from God, right, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So Jesus is God's gift of love. He is the love of God. And God wants you to have his heart. He wants you to have his nature within you. This is a gift he's not going to give and take away. This is a gift he's pouring into you to change and transform you. It is so meaningful and so rich. That's why we just spent a half hour praising him. Because of how meaningful the gift of salvation is to us. Amen? Man, have we got a good Christmas to celebrate or what? The other thing that you're looking for and a valuable attribute of a gift, it's what you wanted. It's what you asked for. That's what happened with my drum set. It's what I always wanted. It's what you were looking for. And many of you have desires and wants and cravings and hopes, and many times God is purposely not giving that to you for your own good. Talk to some of the older people here who pursued things of no value and wasted time doing it. What all of our hearts are asking for, what all of our longings is love, security, assurance, identity. And God gives just that in Christ. It's everything you had asked for. Everything you could hope for. And last of all, it was made just for you. Just for you. Handcrafted. Carefully designed. Intricately woven in the fabric of history and time. God has set your life to be blessed and enriched to walk with him. So I'm telling you this morning... That Jesus is the best gift because it fulfills all those attributes you could ever want. You will never be disappointed with him. The most valued gift you and I could have is Jesus Christ. Amen? Would you bow your heads this morning? And I would ask here that if there's anybody who has the cheap imitation, maybe you don't have the full unwrapped gift. Maybe some of you have never asked Jesus into your heart and soul. Maybe some of you never said, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Heal me. Come live in my life. If there is anyone here this morning that wants to receive Jesus as their Savior, then I want you to pray this prayer with me. I'm not going to have you stand up this morning. I'm just going to have you pray this prayer with me. And those of you, I'm going to ask some of you, to say it with me, to encourage those who want to say it out loud. So, if you want Jesus as your most valued gift, many of you are already saved, but some of you who are not, say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I know I'm a sinner, and you died for me. I believe you are my Savior. And I come to the cross cross for salvation. salvation. Forgive me, me. cleanse me, me. and now fill me me with your spirit spirit, that I may be saved saved. and born again. again. Amen. If you prayed that for the first time, if you prayed it maybe with a deeper meaning unto Jesus, I'm excited for you and I would encourage you to unwrap that present and find all that is in it. Amen.